it's been a while. <laughs> Listen, I've been going through it, y'all. I've been going through it. Life been beatboxing me, TKO on a bitch, knocking me down. <laughs> but God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. I am back with another episode of Daily Doses of Destiny. Missed you guys. Welcome to Daily Doses of Destiny. Let me just start off with saying that I actually love this shade. Like, this is literally my jam. And I can sit here and listen to myself talk all day. All day. Um, I don't care if I have one person or a thousand people listening. Like, this is a good time. And it's literally like an audible journal for myself. It's my thoughts out loud and in color. So you listen to me, I appreciate it. I mean, I know a little something about a little something. So life been, like I said, stopping me out. Stilettos in the club, <laughs> all that. Been going through it, okay? I got lots of content coming my coming your way from my life, from, from my life to your life, from God's, from my lips to God's ears. Like it's just, Everything that I go through, I got stories, I got topics, so you guys are going to be getting these episodes full out because I've been going through too much to not talk about it with you. However, um, something I feel heavy on my heart to talk about today, and just like I've been going through it lately, and it's just been smacking the bitch in the face, like I don't, this shit weird, I don't know, <laughs> um, bro, I'm a mom, <laughs> like a mom, mom, for real, for real. So, you know what? Your daily dose today is going to be fucking mothers, single mothers, all mothers all around the world. I'm talking about all moms, adoptive, whatever. But if you're a mom, this is for you. But I really, really, really want to speak to my single mothers. I'm talking about don't get no fucking help doing this shit all by yourself. Where you at? This is for you. We, we, we really going to get into it. Because lately, baby, these kids, they ain't no joke. For your daily dose of the day, is single motherhood. So, where do I begin? First and foremost, I'm a mom. I got kids. More than one, I got two boys. My oldest son, um, he will be five in January. My youngest son will be three in December. Um, I had my first son when I was 18, so I was a teenage mother. Um, just like my mom, just like her mom. And that was definitely a generational thing that I thought I was going to beat and thought I was going to be better than, and I obviously was not. Um, I had my second son two years after I had my first son. So I was um, almost 20 um, and realistically, I didn't realize, you know, what I was getting myself into. Now, before I even start this episode, I just want to make it very, very, very clear that I love my children. Like, there is no fiercer, more unconditional love than the love of a mother. And my mother, 
you know, often told me growing up, you will never know the convictions of a mother until you become one. And I was just always like, mom, shut up. You're just, you're being a fucking mom. But like, no, dead ass. I will kill somebody with my bare fucking hands behind my kids. And you won't understand it until you're a mother. Of course, there's those moms who are trash. But for any normal functioning mother, you will kill, steal, rob anything for your children. It's just—it's almost scary what you are willing to do and who you are willing to become for your kids. Um, because I love my kids outside of my body. I can't describe it. All my moms out there, you understand. Like, it's, it's something that I know it's a gift from God. It can't be anything other than a gift from God, how much I love my kids. It's sickening. <laughs> like, I literally am obsessed with them. You know, even when, even on my worst day, when they're pissing me off and getting on my nerves, because trust me, they do. Okay. I love them. Yeah, I would do anything for them. I, I, I'm 10 toes down for my boys. They can be 65 and I'm on my way. Okay. So the love I have for my children is unconditional and it's truly unconditional. There is nothing they can do. There's nothing they will do or have done that will eliminate my love for them. I love my kids unconditionally. Um, and being a mom myself has strengthened my own relationship with my mother. Um, cause being a mom is, is something that, man, there's no words for it. So before we even get into this episode, like, let me make it clear, bro. Like my kids, my boys, that's it. You know, that's it right there for me. I do everything I do for them, you know, but I will lose it all in a heartbeat behind my two kids. And that's just me. I'm a mom. Mama bear, what are you going to do, right? Um, however, <laughs> just a little background about me. So I had my kids, like I said, very young, and I had to grow up very quickly. So now I'm a single mother in my early 20s, you know, raising two little boys by myself. Their father and I were in a very toxic and, you know, abusive relationship for almost close to four or five years. And that ended. And so now I've, you know, I'm just raising them on my own. And it's hard. Yikes. It's so hard. I have never. I think being a mom is the hardest job I have. I juggle many hats and things like that. But being a mom is like, it's hard. Um, and I kind of wish that I would have been. You, no, you can't prepare to be a mom. There's no amount of books or movies or training or Lamaze classes that teach you how to be a mom. Like, they don't. But what I really want to talk about is, yes, the love, the unconditional love we have for our kids, but essentially how hard this shit is. I'm talking about the sleepless nights, the, you know, the phone calls from school when your kid is acting up or sick and you have to leave work and miss out on your money that, you know, inevitably takes care of them. It's just all a chain reaction. And it's tiring and it's a thankless job. We get, what, one day out of the year, Mother's Day, whoop de damn do. But we do this shit 365, 24-7, you know, sleepy, tired, energetic, drunk, high, or sober. Like, we do this shit all the time. And nobody ever really sees it. And for me personally, I just feel like, I feel like it's so common. It's so... I had somebody tell me like, oh, you're not the, you're not going to be the, you're not the first single mom. You're not going to be the last. It's so, it's sad to me that it's like, it's becoming normal. This shit is not normal. Women, especially black women, we should not have to do this. Like I should not have to do this. This is hard. 
okay? This is terrible. This is terribly hard, you know? And it's like, I don't, I do the best I can. I keep going. I don't even, I don't even slow down and think about the shit. I can't afford to slow down and think about it because then my children are, are affected by it and they don't deserve that. You know, our kids don't deserve it. They don't ask to be here at all. So we, you do the best you can to take care of them. But man, like this motherhood shit, this ain't no joke. I feel like, I feel like at the end of the day, every woman like has the ability to be a great mom. Inevitably, women are naturally caring and nurturing and kind. And it's just something we have to tap into. Um, but for me personally, like, I literally have such a, some days I just, I don't know. I literally like look around like this is really my life and it's it's sad it really is and it's a lot of pressure because I can't stumble if I stumble like my kids are affected by it and one thing I also want to touch upon is like letting go of like bitterness I feel like I'm hopping all around with this episode there's so much such a broad topic to touch on um but I definitely feel like bitterness and hatred can really hinder who you are as a mother and it inevitably affects your kids like I have to work on who I am and I know it's taboo and you know especially black women I really want to talk to black women because I'm a black woman like women women in general yes but black women specifically I feel like we are taught and conditioned to be strong black women and oh you know strong black women are big mama or you know, you got your great great grandma cooking chitlins in the fucking kitchen, raising seven, eight, nine cousins and kids and shit. Like that's not normal. Let's get out of that. Let's stop thinking that that is the standard because it is not. This is not how it's supposed to be. I do not believe this is how God intended for you know children to come up. Like I don't believe that this is okay, and I refuse to settle and believe that you know my kids will not you know have both parents in their house. I'm doing the best I can. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I do the best I can. My kids, if I if I do say so myself, I'm doing a damn good job, okay? My kids are happy and they, they smile up at me with their little teeth and that's all I need. You know, I don't need anybody to say thank you to me. My kids love me and that's all, you know? Really, that's all you really need. So if you're thinking that you're not doing a good job, baby, you're doing a good job, okay? You're doing amazing. Your kids are they love you. You are your kid's entire world. They may not have everything that you want them to have, but as long as they have you, they don't know the difference between up, down, left, and right, okay? Your babies love you, and that's all that matters. But I definitely think it's important that we take time to really make sure that what we go through doesn't affect our kids, and for the most part, to heal ourselves, because it starts with you, right? Like, I can sit up here all day long and say, oh, I'm a good mom. I'm a good mom. If I'm fucked up inside, if I have poison in my body and in my mind and I'm carrying around these, these generational curses, inevitably, if I'm not right, my kids can't be right. So you may have to put yourself first, sis. <laughs> you may have to put yourself first real quick to, to get right for your kids. You can't be super mom. You can't. It's impossible. You can't be super mom. If you're not okay, your babies are not going to be okay. You know, so for me personally, what that looks like in my in my world is taking time for me and not feeling guilty about it. How many times do we as mom 
moms, we go to the store, right? And have no, at least for me, I can go to the store and have no issue dropping 450, 500 on just shit for my kids. Like clothes, shoes, toys, decorations for their room and whatever the fuck, you know? But the minute I can't even buy myself like a $50 bag, it's, it's sickening. It's terrible. Like, why do we do that? You know, just finding time to do things for ourselves and not feel guilty about it. Go get your nails done. I get my nails done like every two weeks and I still I feel shitty about it. Like, oh, I could have used that for, no, fuck that. <laughs> like, it's okay. You know, like sending your kids to bed, putting them in their room so you can have a glass of wine and record a podcast. It's okay. You know, like, fuck it. It's, you have to do things for yourself and not feel guilty about it. If your responsibilities and your priorities are taken care of, and your children are inevitably they're fed, they're bathed, you spent time with them, you've loved them, you've kissed them, you've you've affirmed their reality, you've told them that they're smart, that they're kind, that they're important, that they matter, and you send them to bed with the kiss and prayers, and then you go in your room and you drink your wine and you read you a goddamn book or take a bath or whatever that looks like in your life, however that manifests itself. But I think that it's important that we really start time, taking time to appreciate who we are as moms. Because if you aren't good, sis, your kids aren't going to be good. Just remember that. I just think it's important that we really remember that. Just to start this episode off really quickly, um, I really wanted to just touch base with, you know, first and foremost, like, kids are a blessing. I love my kids, you know. But it's important to take care of yourself first because if you aren't good, and if your baby, your babies aren't seeing you happy, then they're not going to be good. They're really not. So take care of you first, sis. I also think it's important to really, really, really remember who you are. Because it's very easy to get lost in being a mom. So for me personally, um, when I had my first son, I gained a lot of weight. <clears throat> I was really young. Excuse me. Look, it's the wine. <laughs> I was really young, um, like I said before, and I gained a lot of weight, right? So as women do, you're pregnant. I lost um, my sense of identity. Like when I literally say I looked in the mirror and did not recognize myself, I was like, who the fuck is that? Like, your body changes. I, it was crazy. And then I had my second son and my body really changed. I breastfed both of my children. And it's like, chop, the things that happen to your body in motherhood, nobody really prepares you for that. Like nobody. I feel like we also, I have to say this, like I have to say this. We fucking live in this space that our mothers and that our grandmothers and shit did not grow up in. You know, we, we live in a space where we have social media, we have Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Snap, whatever, Facebook. We live in the society where we, when our mothers had us, or when our mother's neighbors had their kids, we heard, they heard about little birth gene, you know, snapping back at the, at, at the homecoming prom or some shit. Now we can pick up our phone and see a celebrity who's just had a baby and we can go posting their pictures of how flat their stomach is. When in reality, they probably don't look like that or they paid for it. It's not real. So I feel like that takes a toll on how we view ourselves as moms. Because I know for me, having kids, like, destroyed my self-confidence internally and externally. And since then, you know, like I said, my oldest son's five, my youngest son's three. 
I've lost the weight, you know, I've back to, you know, what I consider to be a comfortable size. That doesn't mean that I'm completely comfortable with how my body has permanently changed. And I was just speaking with my, my sister about this, who just had three children. My sister has three kids. It's insane to me. My sister's a fucking monster. Like she's a warrior. She's a beast. She just had a baby. She has a fucking one-year-old and a four-year-old. She has three kids. And I'm like, bro, how are you doing this shit? How are you doing this? And I was explaining these very same things to her. And I think that, man, mothers are solid. I, I can't help but feel a sense of pride when speaking about my own mom and my own sister, you know, and my friends. Like, and it's like I said before, though, like, I feel prideful when I talk to my girls and when I talk to my sister, when I talk to my mom and everything my mom did for me growing up, I see it now in a whole new light. It's crazy, but I feel prideful and I feel honored and I feel, you know, respect when I'm talking to these women. But for the most part, I also feel, I feel defeated and I feel sad for them and myself that this is, you know, so common and that this is just normalized. I definitely think that you know, it shouldn't be the standard, like I said before, but I also feel like we have so much respect, and we also, like, really need to support each other. Women have a tendency to naturally be very combative and want to tear each other down, but, man, there's nothing like having women rally around you, because we all going through the same shit. We've all, look, we all have lady parts, okay? We all bleed, you know, we all have, we're all, we all bear children. We've all had our heart broke behind a man. Like we all are the same. So inevitably you don't need to be in competition with another woman. I'm all for girl power for all, I'm for all that shit. Look, I like all that, all that girly shit. That's me. I'm with all of it. Um, and if you feel like another woman is coming for you or another mom is coming for you, help her, build her up. You don't have to tear her down. Like, cause these men ain't going to do it. Not not all of them. Most of them ain't going to do it. I ain't going to say all of them, but most of them ain't going to do it. So I think, like, in order to really, really, really cultivate, you know, what I think God really, really, really intends for mothers to be, a couple of steps. Um, I've, I've written down a couple of practical and logical steps that we can take. First and foremost is to go to God, okay? Um, pray. That's number one. Pray about it. For me personally, man, when I say I feel alone, I feel alone with a capital A. I feel like I'm doing this by myself. I don't have any help. I feel like nobody sees me. Nobody sees me up at 2 a.m. helping my oldest son go to the bathroom because he's scared of the dark and won't go to the goddamn toilet. You know, like no one sees that. When my kids are sick, I have to leave work. I just have to leave work yet. Like literally yesterday, I'm not even kidding. Like, these things happen, and I feel like no one sees it, no one supports me. So I talk to God, and I say, God, like, this is hard for me. And you know that, that good old saying that God doesn't put more on you than you can bear. And I go to God, and I talk to him, and I say, help me, you know, please teach me, you know, and guide me on how to raise these kids how you see fit and in, 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 your, in, in your way so that they know you. So pray. You, you're never alone. Pray. And I don't know what people's religious affiliations are, but I know I believe in God, period. So pray. Second thing I would say is work on yourself. I've said this before. I'm going to say it again because it's that important. Work on yourself. Do your work. Do the work. Heal your inner child wounds. 
go to therapy, go to church, write it out, find an outlet, paint it out. I paint, I record this podcast, I meditate, I listen to affirmations, I listen to other podcasts of self-love, you know, and one really good podcast I recommend is The Self-Love Fix. I also listen to um, Balanced Black Girl. I listen to Daily Doses with Amanda Seals. Inspiration, by the way, shout out. Um, And just different podcasts and things like that who affirm, you know, the journey of self-love that I'm currently on. So work on yourself first. Be bold enough to really want to heal yourself because I'm telling you, when you fix your inner, that shit comes out and your kids will be good. Everything around you will start to fall in place if you balance what's inside. It'll manifest itself outside. So really start to dig deep. And if you need some help and if you need some instructions, go to episode one because I give you some tips and some pointers on how to get that right on the self-love episode I think I'm gonna do a second part too because like I really that shit's important (laughs) that shit's important but heal yourself like get you right first I feel like as mom oh excuse me as moms (laughs) as moms I feel like we're told to like put your kids first put your kids first and put your shit on the back burner and that's so backwards to me so heal you sis get you right and third of all ask for fucking help This was a big one for me. Big one. Ask for help. Number three. It is so hard for me to ask for help with anything from a, oh, listen, from a perspective of this, like asking for help is like a really big deal for me. So don't be prideful. Humble yourself and say, hey, this shit's heavy as fuck. I cannot carry it. You mind taking a little bit of this for me? And, And not, you know, Asking for help and accepting help is, is, is something you, you really should consider, sis. Just, you know, on these steps of motherhood, some little pointers I'm going to give you. Um, asking for help because it's important. If you need help, whether that be physical help, financial help, or mental help, like, I can't do this today. I mentally don't have the capacity. Ask for help if you have it. I'm not saying... You know, just willy-nilly accept anybody's gestures. But if you have help in any way, ask for it or accept it. If anyone's trying to say, hey, I'll watch the kids while you get some sleep. Or, hey, I'll take the kids for a night. If it's safe for you and your children, accept the help. Don't be too prideful. Because for me, that was a big problem. I, because it took me so long. And I was ashamed. I was ashamed of having my kids young. I stayed in a relationship that was abusive. Just because it was the father of my kids, because I wanted to prove a point. I wanted to say, oh, I'm not like everybody else. Yes, I may have had my kids down, but I'm going to be with the father of my kids, even though he was fucking toxic and abusive as shit, mentally, physically, everything. Terrible. I did a bid. That was a bid. <laughs> like, I was in jail type shit. Like, it was terrible just because I was so prideful and I didn't want to look like I was weak and like I, like I didn't want to seem like I needed help. And even now, as a single mother doing the damn thing, I have a very hard time letting people help me or asking for help because I don't want anyone feeling like I owe them. I want people to think that I have it all together and that is detrimental to me and my kids. So I ask for help and accept the help. Um, step number four, tip number four would be, whew, no, it's temporary. No, it's temporary. You're going to be a mom forever, sis. You cash that card in as soon as that baby popped out, okay? You're going to be their mom 
4L. But know that this part is temporary. Whatever stage you're in, for me, I'm in the baby stage, kind of low-key. My kids is babies. They toddlers. You know, I'm in the single digits. I got some stair steppers. They kind of, they two years apart. And I got two boys. So, yes, whatever you're thinking, they're giving me hell. <laughs> they're giving me hell. And this shit's tough, right? So, this phase, I have to realize, it's not going to last forever. They're going to be teenagers one day. And that's going to bring a whole new set of challenges with it, right? So, know that this stage is not going to be forever. For me personally, I feel like this is a stage I don't have any help. They're so, so, so dependent upon me. They can't feed themselves. They can't take themselves to the bathroom. Like, it's mommy this and mommy that. And some days I want to change my name to fucking Christina. I don't even know. Like, I'd be out of my mind. <laughs> but this stage won't last forever. So this is temporary. And eventually, you know, your kids will be grown one day. And I'm not saying your job will be over and done with. But, hell, it's, it's going to get easier. Trust me. It's going to get easier. And I think my fifth step for you, sis, is to remember, let's go all the way back to, to the beginning, man. You're a mom. You're a mom. Like, moms are fucking awesome. You're a mom. And I don't even know I love you. Like, just, just based off of strength, based off of strength, GP, you're a mom, bruh. And if you really doing the damn thing and you taking care of your responsibilities and you loving on your kids, I see you. I don't know you. Never met you, but I see you. Because it's hard. And I need somebody to see me. Because I'm doing it. One on my hip, one on my hand, you know what I'm saying? We walking in Target, and I'm dropping <laughs> I'm dropping shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at a mess, but I'm doing it. And I do it with a smile on my face, and I'm thankful, and I'm grateful. So those are a couple of, you know, suggestions I have. Just off the top of my head, some things I wrote down that could potentially help you. And, you know, also, you know what? Boom. Here's another one. I just, I just thought of it. Surround yourself with people. You need a good support system. It kind of goes into step number three or four, um, asking for help, but really have good people around you. Have friends around you who will tell you and affirm you, like, you're doing good. Like, you need that reassurance every once in a while. Like, in, even if you have, like, okay, <laughs> even if you have people around you who are, who may not be able to do you know, who don't understand, they don't, they're not raising their kids with you, but they are there for you. And they're there, you know, in the ways that they can be for you. That may be taking you out to lunch and just, you know, letting you get a break from your kids. Those are good friends too, you know, and recognizing also that along with it being temporary, this won't be forever. And something I have to remind myself of, and this is kind of random, <laughs> but this won't be forever. And for me personally, I have a very hard time believing that Who's going to want me, you know? Who's going to want me with two kids and, you know, all this baggage? But I just, like, someone out there needs to hear this. Like, there's going to be a man who's going to come out there and love you. And shit, I need to hear it myself. <laughs> but there's going to be a man who, who's going to love you and your kids. For real. I promise. I'm not, I'm not saying it. I promise you. There's a man. You're going to meet a man. He's going to buy, oh, you got kids. That's it? Kids? That's it? Okay. They can come, too. And I love them like an extension of you. So realize that too, sis. Like, this mom shit ain't going to be, it's not that hard. And look, we're going to get through it. That's why we got people like me making podcasts about it. <laughs> so you can smile and you can, you know, have a good day. And I hope you listen to this while you're at work or maybe before you go to bed or while you're working out or whatever the case may be. But I really had to come live 
and and in color to talk about to talk my shit because I missed you guys and bruh, this mom shit been whooping my ass. <laughs> it's been TKO bitch. For real.